0: two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio lavar Arrington, brady quinn jonas knox coming up on the show we're going to look back on monday night football the la rams make a statement and one player on their team absolutely did so as well you talk about bookending a primetime game we'll get into all of that for you here the situation in jacksonville there are more layers there we will look into somebody on this show paid 37 dollars for a sandwich at a restaurant not making that up there's some injury concerns from around the league did you you get paid off Brady Quinn's advice from months and months ago. We got some potential trash talk of one Baker Mayfield. We've got the results of the prop bet monster and more weird stories that we're going to give a little bit of love to. And we don't even have a name for the segment yet. All of that is coming up next here on the Tuesday edition of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and you, right here at Fox Sports Radio. Now let's
1: get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
0: Hey, it's oh, two pros on, and a man. cup of Joe here <laughs> on Fox not, Sports not, Radio. Not, uh, LeVar Eric, good morning, Brady everyone. Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here hey. on FSR. Oh no, not uh, you uh, two! <laughs> no, <laughs> we're gonna take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, hey! six o'clock Pacific. <laughs> Uh, the iHeartRadio app, hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates, and we got a lot to get to, uh, including. Uh, are we going to call that a statement game made by the LA Rams that uh, they are not dead and buried? Uh, the LA Rams are still very much alive uh, in the NFC West uh, with the performance they put on last night. Cooper Cup was fantastic. Matt Stafford had Dang a hell, hell of a throw, he Uh beat the couple field, throws no? there. Yeah. Well, listen, you know, we'll get to those results later on. You know, Shoot, we got to yeah. keep the uh, the audience waiting. The can't pick uh, the field. You know, listen, uh, congratulations to the L.A. Rams. When, when Arizona started turning the ball over and Kyler threw that second pick, or even after the first pick, it was like that seemed like a big moment in the game. And then the Rams took charge from there, and all that talent that they've acquired over the past couple of years seemed to show off uh, on the grandest let, stage of them all.
2: Let, let, let's call it what it is, okay? For anyone who's watching, the very first play of the game, Aaron Donald set the tone, all Ooh, right? They did. It, I'll tell you this much. It gave me flashbacks to when I was a young kid. And this, fortunately, you go in the playground, right? There's always going to be that one alpha dog out there. And I remember when we were in elementary school. We used to go out and, and they would combine like first grade, second grade, right? Or, or third grade, fourth grade. Well, I remember my first time going out in first grade. And fortunately, again, I was friends with this kid, so he never gave me a hard time. But Gabe Manella, all right? Gabe had an older oh. brother than him, and he, his older brother used to beat down on him. And guess where he took out that aggression on? Oh, everybody For else. Everybody else, man. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, when you walked out to that playground, he was the tone setter. I don't know how that recess was going to go, but when Gabe was out there, he was going to dictate that. It was either going to be a good day at recess oh. or a bad day, based on Gabe's mood and how he felt. That was Aaron Donald last night. That first play of that game, he set the was. tone for the rest of the Rams.
3: Uh, uh, <laughs> what they do? Like they shot him out of a uh, out of a launcher pretty or much. something. I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was a pretty pretty intense start to the game. I mean. He put people on notice. Look, I know I've been singing Micah's praises, best in the game, dictates this. Maybe he was listening to our show. Maybe. He is from Pittsburgh. I mean, that schoolyard you're talking about, a lot of my cousins ran that same (laughs)
0: schoolyard. I'm sure they got stories about
3: Aaron Donald. Uh, i tell you what, there go that man. And and, and there went the the Rams. I mean, you know, here's the one thing I, I took away from it. The Rams seem to have an attitude about them, and and it wasn't. It, it was a tone that was set, and it seemed as though, it's just, you know, the way they're being discussed. Like, what are they? Are they any good? Are they going to melt down? Like, this is an Arizona team that is trending up. And, and and listen, Arizona still almost figured it out. You know, I, th- I think that there was some poor mismanagement at the end of the game. I thought that they should have. I thought that they should have worked a little harder to get a little closer to get a field goal. But nonetheless, however you look at it, they still got to a point of where they had a chance to tie this game. And it just makes me wonder. I know these are the two best teams in the NFC West. I know these are probably one. Arizona's probably 1-1A, maybe two, maybe three. Maybe I give them three, but what do we look at the Rams as right now? Like, to me, I say it's Green Bay, it's Tampa Bay, and then it's Arizona, but Arizona just lost to the Rams, and the Rams are looking pretty good, and their record's pretty good. So it's like, how am I looking at the Rams now? Can the Rams overtake them? Can they overtake the Arizona Cardinals to win the NFC West? Are, are we at that point? Ooh,
2: I like that. Hey, Jonas, do you have the odds for right now for the NFC West? Well, let, let, because... me, yeah, let me work on those odds for you here. It's of an calls. interesting question because I was thinking this at the beginning of the show. I was going to ask you guys. Like, if you had to bet right now, and I think it's – I mean, look, San Francisco's been playing good of late. I don't know that we, we think they're better than these two teams. If you had to place a bet right now, though, and I would assume Arizona's the favorite probably because the record – and how much, how many games we have left? I I don't know though. Outside shot, I might take the Rams. I think they're going to be the hotter team going into the playoffs when it's all said and done. Just because of the last night, just because of that I'm telling one game? you, it's it's one of those feelings. It's one of those things like you watch like Tampa last year. They didn't have until late in the season. Once they did, that momentum started building. That Rams team is going to be nasty, and they did it without their best. I was quarterback. about to say,
3: and they did it missing a few guys as well, and that that's that spoke
0: volumes. So let me ask you this: whose schedule would you rather have down the stretch uh, for the LA Rams? They've got Seattle at home, then they're at Minnesota, at Baltimore, and then they've got the Niners, and then with the uh, with the Arizona yeah. Cardinals at Detroit, home against the Colts, at the Cowboys, home against the Seahawks. I mean, that's the easier that's road, easier, yeah. It's,
2: probably by what a couple games? You'd yeah, say? probably two games. So, because we don't know if we don't know how bad Lamar is, um, yeah, we don't know how bad his injury is going to be, and that that would that might change how you look at that Baltimore game, right? Yeah. It certainly
3: would change the the dynamic. So of that. He, here's where we stand. By
2: the has this... got me. So, I'm like second guessing every time I say Lamar. I'm like, yeah, did I say I Lamar Lavar that time?
3: I was getting confused when you did it yesterday. I'm like, is he saying Lavar? <laughs> it's Lamar. Well, is I, saying is... <laughs> Lamar. Is he saying Lamar? Is he saying Lavar to
2: Lamar? I, now I'm, I'm becoming gun shy though. Yeah, now I'm I, like, I can't I even say it without second guessing. I,
3: I believe I am literally the only person, maybe outside of Lamars, that would be able to get through a conversation with Lamar, and not say Lamar in place of LeVar or LeVar.
0: <laughs> I can do in. it. But again, it's that broadcast. It. You know, yeah, I mean, but, man. you know, just that solo stuff I do, you You're know, just kind of helps you up flex your muscles a little bit. All right, here's the odds for the NFC West. Oh, um, here we go. The Arizona Cardinals are a minus 800 to win the division, which is, uh, you know, bet to 800 to win 100. So a significant favorite to win the division. The L.A. Rams are plus 550. So bet 100, win 550 in return. For those kind of odds with the value you get in return, I, I, would, I would kick the tires on the Rams. Why not? I mean, if, you, if you're that questioning what the Arizona Cardinals and what that looked like last night on display, and you look at that and you go, well, maybe Aaron Donald just realized, you know, I'm tired of this crap. I'm the defensive player of the year. I should be that every single year. And that was without Jalen Ramsey. Why not kick the tires on I'm the Rams gonna plus 550? I'm
3: going to tell you what's even more scary to think about. Is that Von Miller still hasn't found his footing yet with this team?
0: He's probably not going to.
3: Let's just call it what it is. He might, he might, he just might. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you why I think he just might is because you're seeing his his presence resonate with this linebacking core already. Like, make no mistake about it, you saw linebackers play at a very, very high level, a higher level than I've seen them play all season. And I don't think that that's by coincidence. I think that's by that's by influence. And and Von Miller, he shows he still has the ability to get to the quarterback. He shows the burst off of off of the ball. They're not playing him as much. So there may be a little bit of a backstory as to why he's not playing more than what he is. But I just got this weird feeling that he's going to he's going to catch on. And and it's gonna it's gonna be at the time where they most need it in the playoffs. I'm t- I'm telling I just get this weird feeling that Vaughn is going to catch on. You cannot you cannot write a guy like that off. And He's then for right. Aaron Donald, it's so funny because we were on this show and I'm like, all right, who are we looking at as contenders for this defensive player of the year? And I was like, we haven't been able to say Aaron Donald's name. And lo and behold, I mean, he goes out there and I don't know that he puts himself in the MVP race conversation. But that certainly was a statement game in terms of applying your dominance to a game. He started the game off with a big play, and he ended the game with a big yep. play. So I, they
2: look pretty I, good. Remember how this this game, like first the first matchup between these two teams, like Arizona beat the dog yeah. out in their yeah. house. Yeah, and and this game, I know it was a, what a one touchdown, one score game at the end of it, but it felt like it was a lot more distant than that. It like was. It, if, You know, even at tied at half, I was like, man, the Rams kind of feel like they're in control, though. Like, I I don't know. I I just this game gave me a lot different feeling than what I saw from the first matchup between these two.
0: Sean McVay talked about Aaron Donald afterwards.
2: That's what the best do. They play their best when their best is required. We talk about competitive greatness all the time.
3: This guy's the epitome of competitive greatness. Really proud of Aaron. Not at all surprised, but he's a special player, special person, and you felt his presence from the very first snap and then to the last one, and he was outstanding tonight. If he doesn't win NFC Defensive Player of the Week, something's wrong. Well, I Absolutely. mean, yeah, yeah that's yeah, fair.
0: Player of the week. I, I mean, that's NFC. You know, there's, there's, there's a really, start. Those, those like are the ones. Yeah. On I do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those, uh, those right. are the ones you want. You got to have. Hey, by the way, you're the, you're the last game this past week, <laughs> of course. Yeah, you can make that statement
2: now. I yeah. know. I mean, in hi, yeah, retrospect. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, hold on. What, what, Micah do? I will
3: say this, well, Micah what, what, Parsons. What, what, yeah, what did he do? It's not you got a campaign these days. I think he had two, two sacks. He had like seven tackles. What do you
0: get for player of the week? What, what is
3: that like? You just get a player of the week Back, you, know, like I think they, belt, you know, a belt buckle. I think they have yeah. been giving out belts, wrestling belts.
2: Have they? Yeah, really? I think so.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know,
2: you get a I, championship I, belt I watched, for player
3: of the week. I watch Micah. Oh, look post. at you getting all excited. You know, now. he gets a lot of a lot of awards, weekly awards these days. <laughs>
0: Who Micah Parsons yeah. is? Well, where would he go? Yeah, did he go to college somewhere? You yeah, know? He yeah. Hey
2: man, I gave a shout out to uh, Lavar. Talked about Micah yeah. uh, on a show yesterday. on A little CBS yeah. action for yeah. us. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah.
0: What do you no. guys? What do you guys make of uh, Arizona struggling at home like they do?
3: They're undefeated on the road, but Some they sh- call them fools. Gold man, I'm. They always make me nervous. Yep. Are they going to turn out to be the Arizona Cardinals, or are they going to take a step forward? That's that's how I look at Arizona. At what point are they going to show us they're Arizona?
0: Be- and, and and I mean that might be right now because we've seen it, especially last year, where late in the season they, they just, started as good. to they started to fold, yeah, not um, as good. and a lot of that was you know Kyler Murray was banged up late in the season last oh, he's year, banged up it, again.
3: Yeah, you know? I, I mean, he started hobbling around a little bit towards the end of that game. I just last think that's night.
0: how he walks. Uh, like, I think he's got he's got a different walk. Oh, no, just, got a little man. Little I
2: don't know.
0: limp, he didn't seem. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I
2: know <I, I> <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah. I didn't feel no, as though. I'm just saying, like
3: he's got a little bit I, of I mean, a strut. Did you guys? Yeah. I, I didn't feel like he was as explosive. As he usually is. Like in some of those pass rushes, I thought he might have scooted out. I don't know,
0: man.
2: There was a third down where he got flushed out of the pocket earlier in the game. And they were making such a big deal about Greg Gaines um, (laughs) making a tackle, which the only reason Greg Gaines was able to cover down and make the tackle is because Kyler put such a move on uh, Jones, the linebacker for the Rams, literally – like lost his jock strap somewhere on the twenty yard line, it was one of the best little like hesitation stutters that he just jetted right by him, and then Gaines eventually, as he was like stutter stepping, like made the tackle from behind. It was a ridiculous move, and Kyler got like no credit for it. it and it's just he's so much fun to watch scramble. Dude. He's
3: so quick. I just wonder, was he? Is he? For as quick as he looked last night, he's. i, I've, I For me, I think he's looked quicker. He's looked more explosive. And I didn't, like, I felt as though, like, even on that last play, like, he would have been able to not only escape the tackle, elude the tackle. Well, he would have been able to to elude an well, Aaron Donald and maybe get his feet set to throw
2: it. Well, he got through the first guys. He did. Aaron he did, he like, did. Yeah, I'm, I'm dumb. Yeah, so, yeah. so
0: he did. <laughs> I mean, he had the he had the <laughs> high <laughs> ankle sprain, right? And so he came back last week and yeah, uh, or, or, or two two weeks ago or whatever yeah. it was. Where's um, the Bears,
2: right? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was oh, yeah, that cares.
0: tough defense? Um, and so he comes back from the high ankle sprain. Do you think he's hundred percent? Do you think he's hundred percent
3: fully healthy? I didn't think he looked a hundred. That's like I said, he looked like he limped a few times around. Like maybe he was getting sore, you know, and I, I think that plays a major part. Like I, I guess the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I think this team is is close to unbeatable if Kyler Murray is does a little bit more. If if he moves around a little bit more, yeah, I think this team. I think it's a different game against the Rams.
2: They they missed their shots too. You know, they had an early shot to AJ Green. He got some pressure in the pocket. Uh, the the quarterback fell down. And it was just one of those deals where he put it to the outside, Green looked to the inside, and, you know, they couldn't complete it. But, like, they they had their opportunities and shots last night. I just, I don't know, man, something about it felt like we we watched, like, the beginning of a heavyweight boxing match, and Mike Tyson came out and just right from the get-go started throwing those haymakers, and that was it. Like, you were like, oh, okay, like, this is going to be the Rams night tonight.
0: It's uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Coming up next, there is a a story in the NFL. Uh, People are swarming. The vultures are swarming. There is one guy standing in the middle of it all trying to defend the honor of the organization. We'll get into all that for you next year
1: It's Two
0: Pros and a Cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up later on this hour, uh, one of the most improbable achievements by an athlete that I can recall. And it's something that everybody can relate to, although I don't know that anybody's ever pulled this off. Uh, pretty impressive stuff uh, by uh, by one professional athlete there. So they call a tease in the uh, radio industry, if you guys are aware of that. Uh, all right. Um... Speaking nice. of teases, uh, yeah, cool. the uh, yeah, very nice, <laughs> it's just why. Like, why do I even What come an amazing in? tease! Like, why do I even come in just to get my balls broken every day? That's just called get, giving credit you, to you're
2: the You're the one that like wanted us to give you more credit, yeah. I guess, for your, your great tease. Yeah, not,
0: not insult yeah. me, give me some credit. That's it. What an you amazing tease! Yeah, something like that.
3: Way to go, Hard Knocks!
0: All right, uh, so the uh, the vultures uh, have uh, have circled the skies high above uh, Jacksonville. Um, this uh, they continued on uh, on Monday. Just the piling on of Urban Meyer, uh, just uh, going all in on Urban Meyer and the situation in Jacksonville. As we talked about yesterday, this feels like people had uh, some issues previously that they're now sort of digging back up and and going hard in the paint on Urban Meyer and, and why it's not going to work in Jacksonville. Uh, Urban Meyer uh, yesterday uh, spoke with the media, per usual, on a Monday following the game. And uh, Urban Meyer talked about the one of the reports that we discussed yesterday about the alleged argument uh, he had with a player and the uh, issues he had. Marvin Jones was thrown out there. He was uh, the Jaguars head coach yesterday.
4: So I did mention it because it became, uh, you know, my dear Amy here helps me out. So this is some story about you had a heated argument with Marvin Jones. You know, I see people stare at their phone. And the players knew it. Sorry, Urgent's so he doubled reality. down on that I had a heated argument with. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It didn't happen. Yeah. But I, I got to move. We got to move on. And can I give out Marvin's text number or something? <laughs> Is that <any>
0: appropriate name? <laughs>
3: I love how reporters laugh with you so that they can keep you saying stuff. It's yeah. like you're laughing. It's like yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: okay. Tell us more. <laughs> I mean, you listen. You gotta. Uh, you gotta. You gotta wash the guy's balls from time to time. You gotta, get, was, him, uh, oh, gotta get him. going. I'm just that saying. was so
3: hilarious. Well, you gotta, oh. hey, yeah, we
0: well, do. You gotta. You gotta get, get, make the guy feel good about himself. Would you like right? to have Marvin's text number? <laughs> <laughs> now uh Urban Meyer also um uh, he talked about uh the uh the issues uh, in Jacksonville. He went on and on. Uh, here was more about uh from the Jaguars head coach uh, Urban Meyer yesterday uh, discussing all the drama and the friction there between the Jags, the media and everything else surrounding it
4: worry about James mentality I worry about Marvin Jones mentality because that's reality what you just said is reality reality of an athlete and reality of a coach when you work so freaking hard at something and it's not executing that's an absolute and I have experienced that some of his other stuff the stories and I've never heard of that kind of stuff in my life but I have heard about frustration every coach and every athlete have dealt with frustration
0: so Trevor Lawrence uh, has uh, defended uh, j- just the situation and stood up and and spoke about their locker room and you know just uh, dealing with this stuff when it comes along with it and just sort of rallying around each other. Uh, everybody has said there you know we got a great locker room so on and so forth. Maybe not so much the coaching staff, but uh, the uh, the Jeez. great locker room. I'm just saying you know they got some rats there. There's oh. some uh, snakes uh, that, that are oh, okay. uh, you know uh, in in the uh, building there. But this just feels like this is going to be a conversation that's going to continue on. Shad Khan has said that he doesn't feel like he needs to make any sort of a a rush to judgment now or a decision right now, Um, unless this gets just absolutely awful and takes on another turn. Brady, I can't see them making a move in season. This is going to be something that they discuss after the season.
2: Yeah, but you heard Shad Khan made a statement yesterday saying he's not going to be hasty with his decision. And I think he's going to give it time here's what you also have to take into account with Shad Khan, the preexisting relationship with Urban Meyer. They've known each other for a long time. He's admired what Urban has done at Florida and Ohio State and other places he's been. And I think he knew signing up for this that if you were to live in that world where you're going to live week to week and you're going to live in a vacuum of just you know, different stretches throughout this season, it's going to be tough. It's going to look bad. This has been the worst team in the NFL a year ago. They're one of the worst teams in the NFL, but that's not to say there's not some bright spots. There's no doubt Trevor Lawrence is a franchise quarterback, at least in my mind. He just doesn't have any help around him. Now, how much can the coaching staff do on that side of the ball? You know, that's the tough part to try to answer because there's some young pieces, there's some pieces that I'm sure they'd like to upgrade or improve upon, but that's going to take time. You know, you can't turn it over as quickly as you'd like in the NFL their defense has been good at times, but not consistently enough. So I think all in all, cooler heads will prevail, and, and they'll talk after the season about what they want to do moving forward. I, just, I think if Urban was to step down, it would be on his own volition. It wouldn't be that Shad Khan fires him after one year. I just don't think that's been his track record. I don't think he'd want to do that. And I and I think the, the tough thing for me about thinking if, if Urban Meyer would step down after one year would be, I think he kind of knows what he signed up for. Exactly. And the challenge. Yeah. Like, he likes challenges, man. Like it, And this is one that it's a true challenge, like trying to rebuild this thing back up and figure out how to do it at the NFL level. So I just – I know everyone's making a big deal about it now, and that's what the media does. And as I said before, I I, I don't think he ever got a fair shot when he got into the league. So – I'm actually, I'm rooting for him to be in the NFL longer. 100%. Just so, if not only just so the media has to deal with, you know, some of what they've dealt with this year, and how, and, and maybe if they don't like it, good. Deal with it. Like, for once, like you're going to have to deal with someone who's going to build this thing back up, and maybe make it successful, and you have to deal with that, or, or the consequences, whatever that may be. 5-11-18. and,
3: 11 and 18, 2018. Six, six wins, or it's Five wins in 2018, six wins in 2019, one win in 2021. Yeah, they,
0: they were bad way or before Urban Meyer got there.
3: Yeah, so again, I always find it interesting. When when I, when I was playing and I had gotten deep enough into losing as as a pro, you start to really sit back and you measure and you weigh your locker room, your friends – it's like, am I a loser and then you start to look around, am I hanging around losers like what's the company that i'm keeping what's what's the environment like? and it always trips me out when a team kind of overvalues themselves when they're not successful. It's like we're holding urban meyer the the public the 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 media, they're all holding Urban Meyer to this standard of what Urban Meyer has been throughout his career. It's like, oh, the Urban Meyer effect. He comes straight to Ohio State, and they become this powerhouse of a team. And everything that he did in Florida, they became this powerhouse of a team. And it's like, why isn't Jacksonville becoming this powerhouse of a team? Because they suck. <laughs> of course, Shad Khan isn't going to make a, a quick decision. Y'all suck. Like, it, when you have an opportunity with somebody that is a proven winner, and we just talked about how those, those things surfaced about him, whether it's true or not, saying that I'm a winner. Like, what's y'all's resume? Like, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes you got to have hard conversations. This is funny because when you think back to the Illinois-Penn State game, and leading up to that game, and we had the conversation about the coach and how he said, well, we're going to have to recruit this position. Brett Bielema. We've not had any yeah. any uh, good guys stand out at these positions. At this, He basically called out every single position of his team and said, we got to recruit better. We got to do better. And everybody lost their pants. Everybody lost their minds. Everybody was talking about how this man, how can he talk to these guys this way? How can he say these things? He's going to lose the team, this, that, and the other. One thing I can tell you is if you have a losing mentality and everybody's walking around feeling like losers, you're going to lose. If somebody is not going to be that person that says, hey, look, I'm not going to walk around amongst you losers and let myself become a loser, I'm going to influence you to to want to be something different than that. And and that's what happens in locker rooms where you don't win. you got to have somebody that's going to give you harsh truth. You're walking around here right now, and you're comfortable, and you're happy, and you're okay. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. And something might be wrong with you. You can look at me and say, Urban Meyer, oh, he, he was in the bar and he had the shorty on his leg. He's a winner. That's why. I'm looking at you guys. I win. If you give me the opportunity to win, we'll win. But I'm going to go to my restaurant and I'm going to visit with people and have a good time and let people do dough do on my kneecap. I'm going to do that because I'm a winner. Now, either y'all want to win because they hired me to come here so we can win, or y'all can keep being what you want to be. And if y'all want to have this internal bite bat biting and and bickering and moaning and groaning and victimhood then you got the wrong guy And then now you got to see where you're going to weed out the certain people that may bring down the value of trying to create a winning culture.
0: I also think, and Brady, obviously you would know this because you worked with them the past couple of years, this isn't like just spur of the moment he was like, you know what, I'll go be a coach in the NFL, why not? He'd had to have been contemplating this and thinking about if he was ready to make a move for a while now. And this opportunity popped up and 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 i think that he looked at it and thought about it long enough and and he made the the move that he thought he could ultimately have success in making this move after he made the decision to go to the nfl this idea that you everybody just expected it was going to work right away I, I get or there's no way Urban Meyer came into this thinking, oh, you know, we're going to be a, a 10 win team fighting for a playoff spot. He probably realized this is going to take some time, and it's going to take me a time to get the, the right guys around me. It's not going to happen in one year, and everybody's just ready to go, no, it's got to go. We get. To LeVar's point, they were a bad team. 2017 a long-ass time ago. Nobody from that team is on this roster anymore. That team that was six minutes away from going to a Super Bowl, this idea this is all Urban Meyer that's leading to all this problem and all these issues in Jacksonville, I, I just think it's a bunch of crap. I think it's no, BS.
2: All great points. I mean, this organization has really – since it's a expansion, since it was an expansion team and had talented players – uh, like your Mark Brunels, your Maurice Jones Drews, your Fred Taylor's, your, you know, you can throw a bunch of other guys in that category. Yeah, Tony baselli You know, since those early days, it, and by the way, I, I probably left out a bunch of guys Fred but Taylor, but Donovan yeah, Darius, uh, yeah, Fred, Bucky, Aaron Brooks, Beasley, Bucky Brooks, Brooks, Bucky Brooks. Brooks Damn right. All
3: right. <laughs> Tony yeah. Brackens. Yeah. yeah. So the, tr- the
2: truth is, since early on, yeah, Stroud was a beast. Now. Yeah, yep. uh, Paul Puzlesny, my yeah, guy. Yeah, um, Mr. Penn America. Stater. Yeah, Penn Stater. That's the um, only
3: other guy I'll, I'll say that has that 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 look. Paul Puzlesny has that Brady Q. Quinn look. of just saying. <laughs> Hey, He'll I mean, give
2: people would have looked at it like, like, why'd you get so jacked up when you're in the NFL? I was like, well, I, I trained with Paul Leslie coming out. We were, we were like best buds for a minute uh, training for the combine together.
3: Imagine but, what y'all look like I, in the gym. I'd have been standing yeah. there like, good God, look at those two men over there. Now, nah, um, man, those are some good-looking men lifting ew. those weights. <laughs> <ways. laughs> I, I, I digress. Yeah, it's no problem. T- talking too. with
2: Urban over the the <laughs> couple years I worked with him, he had plenty of opportunities. He had plenty of teams. And people poking around, and it became pretty apparent that in the state of college football, I, I think he wanted that next challenge, and it, it didn't want to be necessarily at you know Southern Cal or somewhere else like that. It, it wanted to be that next step up and see if he could do it at the NFL level. I, I just think the hard thing is we see in college like good jobs come open, right? Like not necessarily you know, good jobs because there was a lack of productivity. I mean, you get jobs that come open because guys just decide to leave. Brian Kelly left Notre Dame. They'd won 10 or more games the last five seasons. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a good job, obviously. I'm biased, but I think we'd agree. You know, it's not a good spot right now, but that job came open. And, And there's other examples of that, I think, in college football. You know, in the NFL, it's not like that. Like, it, seldom do you ever see someone leave, like, a good situation. Like, that doesn't happen. Usually, <laughs> it's a bad football team. They didn't have success. The Jaguars haven't had success, with the exception of that, I, I don't want to say a fluke AFC Championship appearance season, you know, what, with Blake Bortles four years yeah. ago, yeah. whatever it was. But that's the truth. Like, no one expected them to get there. They got there, and, and they've they've struggled ever since, and they struggled before that. So... This is an organization that it's going to take time. You kind of have to knock it all down, in order to build that foundation again, to build it back up. And I think what we're seeing right now is an organization that hasn't had someone come in there and push as many buttons as he is to try to get things steered back in the right direction. Like you hear him talking about, you know, you know, rumors and, and stuff coming out from his coach staff or leaks. And he's like, I've never heard of that. I've, I've never experienced that. You, know, you hear all these different reports coming out. He's like, "That was never a part of any team I was ever with," and it's because it was obviously a different culture and he built it a different way. That's where Jacksonville is trying to get to, and it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of patience and time, and and I know their fan base already has been patient, but that's where they're at right now. They're how, just every how many part pro of it.
3: bowlers does does Jacksonville have currently? Oh God, I don't think any. I don't think any.
2: I wouldn't. I mean, Josh Allen. Might be the only one I'd say. You know, you could have made a case, even though I don't really know. Like this year, that, that was more like what I think last year, and he's made one in the past. But I'm just saying,
3: if you think about what you just said in terms of bringing up those names, you're talking about up for the Hall of Fame, perennial Pro Bowlers, and All Pros. When we're right. talking about those those teams that yeah. Tom Coughlin led that that had all of that success, you are going to have to. Amass an amount of talent in Jacksonville to be able to compete. You're it. It just has to happen. And, and in fact, if you think about it, that's every team. <laughs> it's every team. You have to have Pro Bowlers emerge. You have to have Lee We just talked about it leading off in the show. Your big dogs have to show up to the big dog fights. Like and no, you know I don't condone dog fighting. To to all the sensitivity. <sighs> people out there. But what <laughs> I'm saying yeah. is, yeah, let me make sure I disclaimer <sighs> that. Uh but what I what I mean no meows, we don't need no cats. <laughs> we, need we need more, more dogs. Those. That was Lavar pre-show. Yeah, I just I just think that they're going to need way more talent developed or or acquired before you can even start to beginning Processes of how are we going to judge Urban Meyer? It's, it's going to take to, a
0: couple years. So man.
3: to judge him now, if if people are really judging him now, like oh he didn't turn it around right now, you don't understand what building is. You don't you don't understand what bu- this would be the equivalent of of Urban Meyer at the college level of taking the absolute worst bottom team and turning it into a, a competitive team. Say in like what the the AFC or or even the SEC. What's the bottom dwelling team of the SEC? Definitely not South
0: Carolina. I'll tell you that. All right,
3: maybe they might be in there. Oh come on! They might be in there. Good Spencer Rattler. Now, what are you talking about? Oh my gosh! I, I'm just saying. Imagine him having to go take over yeah. SC, right, and and then become the winner, the 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 top competing team in that conference.
0: Yeah, it's, you, you know what I'm saying. Like that's it's not realistic to think that. But it's, you know, and it's all, but any other coach. Any other coach, I think, would be given a much more fair of a shot in, in the media than Urban Meyer's got, and that's the point I'm yeah. making. It's
3: just, it's, it's I rough. think that's the point we're all making. Which it's not an excuse; it's just that it's it takes truth. it takes time to build, a, a, especially when it's a, a, a crappy team. It just it takes time.
0: It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, this is one of the most impressive feats by an athlete that we can recall, and uh, everybody listening to this right now can relate to this because you've been there, just not to this this extent we'll get to that next for you right here on fsr
1: be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific
0: It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, we've got uh, some updates. Uh, you know, the uh, playoffs are right around the corner, and we've got some star players who are dealing with some ailments, so we will have the very latest on all of that for you here coming up top of next hour here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we are going to get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, but first want to let you know we are brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, your home for live sports and that means all sports every game, match, race and competition. It is always on. Now go and plan your trip at VisitLasVegas.com to see the best and brightest in Vegas, the greatest arena on earth.
1: Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you. In case you missed it. And for that,
0: we turn it over to executive producer Lee DeLapp to find out what the hell's going on. Lee? You guys, what's the
4: most you've ever spent at a fast food joint?
0: Uh, that's
3: a, uh, oh, that's at least $50 every time I go. 60. Wow. Just for wow. you? No.
0: Okay, just for you, though. Oh, just for me? Yeah. Oh, uh, like $10? Yeah, that oh. seems about right. $15, maybe?
2: All right. I once created oh, a $37 sub Oh, at uh, wow. Jersey
1: Mike's. <laughs> oh, wow.
2: so, so this is how this works. Man, man. Right? So, every minute, obviously, your you obviously get a foot long, right? Uh, if you get the gluten-free bread, that's like a $16 add-on. So that's where the price went up a little bit. I did happen to get double meat. I think I added uh, had a few add-ons there. It was literally a Philly cheesesteak, but like with the gluten-free bread, Double meat, double cheese. I'm going to throw in some bacon on there. Uh, next thing I know, well, it's it's like 30, $37 for a sub from Jersey Mike's. Uh, did you have a whole bunch of
3: eggs, fish eggs on there? Did you, did no, you, uh, no. did you have caviar, anchovies yeah. on there? Yeah, then, were,
0: were you drunk or was this post workout?
2: Uh, neither. I think I just got done doing big new kickoff for Fox. It was like the afternoon. I was like, man, I really got need a little time. Meat. Oh well, well, I, no! And <laughs> we also, kept you advertised the commercials. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> man, now want a Jersey Mike's sub. And you probably hadn't eaten an hour, so that no, that no, no make I, I sense. literally do not eat. So this was always like playing or even to this day. I really don't eat before we ever do anything because I'm always like I don't want to have to go to the bathroom like either when it was during a game or like during a show because you're out for two hours. You don't really have a chance to go to the bathroom. So
4: I just never sub. eat. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. Thirty-seven
2: well, bucks, man.
4: Well, as impressive as that is, Brady, it's not quite as impressive as John Daly, who posted a picture on social media of his tab that he racked up at Taco Bell with the disclaimer "Don't drink and order Taco Bell on Uber <gasps> Eats." His bill racked Ooh. up to four hundred and forty-six dollars. What Ten Christ,
3: cents. man! What was the delivery? They paid their rent for the for the month.
0: What? Yeah. What is delivery here, like? Ten bucks?
4: No, no, they well, take a we, larger fee. It's yeah, really? yeah. like 30%. It's probably like a $100 fee, but still $446 I'm at Taco lo- Bell. $20 at Taco Bell will get uh, you infinite Taco uh, Bell, I'm lo- I thought. I'm
0: looking at it right now. He's got 10 crunchy taco Supremes. They're so good. Ten spicy double steak grilled cheese burrito. Cheese, never, all this. Ever mess with those? Oh, by the way, this is like I mean, Crunchy like, what tacos are, we talking about? are the best. Like, Did he like, actually eat it all himself? Yeah. How many trips to the bathroom? are We talking on this? Oh, over man. under four and a half? Oh, easily more than that. Yeah, over right. That's it's gotta be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're unbelievable, Roberto. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable. That's, uh, hey, you know, listen, um, get after it, man. (laughs) I I mean, do do what you got to do. $446. That was more left-hand
3: cigarette smoking than it was intoxication, though, just so we're clear on that. Yeah. You it's know, you'll point. make that mistake when you're left-hand cigaretting it, you know, from yeah. what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. For that's, you, that's the word out there for, on the
0: streets. For, you, uh, for all you weed freaks out there. Well, hold on, man. Hold on, hold on. Don't, don't be judgmental. Well, listen, I'm
3: just saying, Why you got to say weed freaks? No, Why can't like, you, like, you know, just it's, say it's, people who partake in and, and medicinal,
4: uh, you know, terms of, it's Activities. like a, a term
0: of endearment you know it's like oh, a little showing oh, okay. a little bit of love oh,
4: okay what else we got lee you guys in case you missed it back at halloween we had talked about longhorn special teams coordinator jeff banks and his girlfriend the pole assassin and her monkey who <laughs> yeah. bit a trick-or-treater there's the, now another lawsuit you about that you said the
0: pole assassin and, and who and, and, the, and monkey that appeared
4: on the pole yeah the pole, you, the Lee, what did you say yeah. the pole assassin and who and her monkey who bit a trick-or-treater yeah okay
3: I thought you said her monkey that climbs the pole
4: as well. (laughs) Well, the monkey does climb the pole Uh, as well. Well, there you go.
3: (laughs) That might be... The funniest thing that has ever gone over live radio, and maybe people missed it.
4: What, what about but maybe it, Lee? You did. Well, in case you, in case <laughs> but you maybe missed you it, did. we've also talked about Christmas decorations on uh, the show. Uh, well, uh, 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 uh. in Texas, a Texas AM fan is trolling his Texas fan neighbor with his Christmas decorations of a candy cane with a mannequin that is dressed as a. As a Santa's helper, so to say, with uh, another mannequin dressed as Jeff Banks, Longhorn Special Teams Coordinator, and really a monkey dressed as Santa. That's it, it, too much thought and it's, effort. Uh, yeah, it's really creepy. Um, it's done really well. Like, where do you where do you get a hold of a
0: couple of mannequins like it's that? It's
3: too much, too much, it's too much. What, do
0: you, like, loot a department store?
2: Like where do you get a couple mannequins like that? Seriously. Maybe so from bad. the uh, maybe from the movie mannequin. Yeah, hey, that's a, a great movie, backups, man.
0: That's a no. great movie mannequin, underrated flick uh-huh. for those UI <laughs> movie buffs out on there. Me. That's a horrible movie. Take on me. A great song. Is that where that song came from? I
3: don't know. I don't think so. It's oh, a great damn. song. David Bowie. Who is that? What? Is it? <laughs> Was that David Bowie?
0: Isn't that Aha? Aha, Aha, yeah, uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> How do you confuse Aha uh-huh and David, David Bowie? <laughs> yes. uh,
1: you're fire! You're fire! <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.